2: Decisions.
0: Hello, hello, hello. Who, 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 who,
2: who, who you with? How'd you get in here? Come again. I don't know what's going to happen in the studio today, Morenci, but I got to tell you something. While I was downstairs on my walk from the train, lots of controversy with the concierge. He got into into it with a guy with uh, army fatigues. Chicks were freaking out. Uh, well, I, I, have we a got feel- fire I have a going feeling off. we're going to have some uh, live testing, uh, the, the alarms during the show. Something is happening in the building, and some guy went wild on him because uh, he got a ticket for visitor parking when he had his lady over. So What, they tagged a, oh. uh, a veteran, a military yeah. uh, dude? The fact he was in a military uniform didn't save him from getting a ticket out no, there? No, he had a hair-trigger temper, too. He was going to knock that guy out in the front desk. He was, he was scared. Was it the nice guy in the yeah, front desk was the or nice the guy? jerk guy? He, he talked him down, yeah. Yeah, that one jerk guy, the, that Polish guy, he's the worst guy. That other guy would get punched, yeah. Yeah, he would have got punched. And uh, that lady that you have, too, we, we know the rotation. She doesn't work very much or hard. She's on break a lot. She's a nice lady. Yeah. I, I'm just saying, I've been, lo- listens, I've been locked out a lot.
0: She listens to spa music uh, down there. She oh. tries to uh, make everything oh, more she's tranquil. Oh, she's going zen. Yeah, I asked her. I sort of, you know, yeah, she's not at her post uh, quite often. No. Um, So I was sort of, you know, I was talking to her. And uh, she basically uh, told me she needs to get away, that uh, she works at a couple of buildings. And and it's driving her insane. And this one causes a lot of uh, problems.
2: (laughs) She says there are always problems. Everyone's always complaining about something. Starting to notice the vibe in the area. It's getting a little angrier now with the heat out there. Like, people on their patios are drinking. But it's been surlier. Even the pets seem a little bit more pissed off. You know, it's just it's one of those things. It's like a vibe. Maybe because we've been around here, like you said it. When you live in these type of places or work in these type of... You need a change. Like, th- think about our buddies in New York. Like, that's... After a while, it, r- it rings your bell. I've got to get away uh, from this uh, neighborhood, yeah. uh, especially
0: now in the summer. There's a lot of... ton of hot chicks around here. Yeah. But they're not talking to you. No. And it's just... It's just even more just, you know... It's a frustration play. Yeah. It's like I'm in a... Um, you know, it's like me uh, going to a Justin Timberlake fan and trying to pick up chicks or something. It's not going <laughs> to... It's not going to work. So... This is Red Heat and Rage, Game Time Decisions Radio. I am Gabriel Moretzis, Cam uh, Stewart, and uh, we've got a stacked show today. Donnie Wrightside will step up and in and join us from Philadelphia. Uh, Donnie, uh, Donnie's, um, he's a well-versed individual, so uh, Donnie can uh, touch on uh, various topics today, such as the NBA Finals, such as Clayton Kershaw's return, Los Angeles Dodgers, Kershaw versus NOLA. Nola. Good game tonight. And I remember, uh, Cam, you were high on NOLA. Coming into the year, I was high on the Philadelphia Phillies coming into the year, and if you recall, uh, Aaron Nola's win total was 11 1⁄2. And, a half. I, uh, that's and of the all end. these baseball nerds told us, "No, oh, you can't, oh, I don't know. You don't know. Over. Out. We're like, man, the guy's a stud. There's no reason why he doesn't win 12 games this year. He's already at six. It's a good start, Gabe, good start. That White Sox bet, it's not going to win. Oh, that's done. <laughs>
3: That's deader that,
0: than that's that, deader
2: than the Roseanne show. No, it's it's dead and buried, buddy. It's a corpse. <laughs> you said it. I don't know. Maybe they could rattle off like seventeen and nineteen or something. So
0: um, <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah. So Donnie Wrightside will join us. And Donnie will talk about this Colangelo stuff. Is it looks like it could Ooh. be his wife that's. Yeah.
2: Well, she got involved with the stuff earlier. Apparently she. They
0: always throw the wife under that's the bus. Another, though, yeah, it? It's like blame. Like remember Ben Carson a couple the of weeks thing, ago. The wife. A couple the months wife, ago. Yes. Ben Carson spent like you know 88k on like a coffee table. Oh and yeah. A couple of chairs. Beautiful furnished office. And he's like, well, you know, hey, you know. I sent my wife to the store and, you know, <laughs> she's got expensive taste. Huh? And everyone laughs. ha huh? <laughs> ha yeah. So she probably knew nothing about it. The way. No, he said, get the best. Like I'll maintain to this day. Uh, speaking of betting, I'll bet anything. I guarantee you Janet Jones was not betting $50,000 on coin tosses of NFL football games. No, that's not true. I'm willing to bet like anything on that.
2: I- I'm with you.
0: I'll she stop never... smoking weed for like uh, for a year. If uh, she was doing that. I was that. thinking about 37 minutes. No, for a year. As if. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she was calling <laughs> Rick, talking, yeah. placing bets. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, hey, Rick, what's the line Hi, on Monday Rick. Night Football? <laughs> yeah, come on. <laughs> but in this instance, yeah. no, listen, I'm not stating that. Uh, I'm not stating that um, it's the wife and he knew nothing about it. He just probably said, do it through these things. I don't want to be associated with He's it. He's a busy dude. He's on the road yeah. with the team. He's yeah. probably just calling the wife. Yeah, yeah, just tweet that Embiid's an idiot. You know
2: what It's I mean? pretty simple what to do. Yeah, you said it. Like, all you got to do, like, kind of like, I'm busy. Leave a grocery list. Like, you don't go on Gmail or do anything. You just write with pen and paper, rip Embiid, rip this guy, say this. Because the accounts follow a couple of socialite other chicks yeah. in Toronto here. Also, they, they linked it to, uh, apparently, uh, the, the last numbers we like her numbers like hey, there's no getting away her from this thing. Yeah, her cell phone. So they've really tracked it down. So anyway, I don't care. It's kind of even if it was it's your wife, uh, he's a problem because she didn't do that stuff on her own. She he's not no getting bandana. fired. I said it yesterday. Yeah, yeah. He won't get fired. No, he, he didn't is. say anything racial. He didn't say anything like. Over the top, you know what I call it, though, insubordination. At least, even though if you disagree, and, and, and you have it, a problem with players on your team, 2018, yeah, it is.
0: That's what I call
2: it, and I think
0: there's. It's I think it's random. Look, Roger Goodell's wife got nailed last yeah, year. Nobody happened. was talking yeah. about it. There was some anonymous Twitter account. My husband is doing a great job. Well, she didn't say husband, <laughs> yeah. but yeah, Roger Goodell's a great commissioner. Yeah, any like there was a negative story yeah. or something. Yeah, they post a positive. Somebody, you know, this this Twitter account would pop up and state. Really? You don't know what you're talking about? The, you know, Goodell's done this, 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 and this. And it was so repeated that people dug around a little yeah. bit and realized it was his wife. Exactly. So that's the commissioner of the NFL's wife has a burner account. Turns out uh, Hassan Whiteside just got nailed today. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. He's He's got a burner account. Basically, I think it's just, a, like I said, it's a 2018 thing. I could tell you one thing, Like though, Kevin Durant man. got nailed for it, but Renzi. Look at me. I could barely log on. You've got no burner account. No,
2: I don't have an account, but
0: I'm going to tell you. Cam barely, like, function his own yeah, Twitter
2: account. Exactly. Good point. But I will say, I will say this. You know my boy Joey Odessa. Don't these guys know they're going to get, like, in today's world, you can catch anybody with any. Like, you actually think you can outsmart some kid genius from, like, NIT who can go through your computer? Well, and they it? don't think. They, oh, yes. They're thinking that they're just
0: tweeting harmless stuff, but well, the colangelo got greedy. They're like criminals. You got one burner account, that's fine. Yeah. Eric, one, two, three, three four, four, five, five six, seven, seven, eight. You know, you got six, seven burner accounts. Yeah,
2: that means you're, yeah, that's greed. Yeah,
0: somebody's going to figure it out. Now, you know our boy Joey Odessa, MMA Odds Maker. Yeah. Uh, Joey's a very uh, vindictive and, um, and uh, what's the word I'm looking for? And I say Vengeful? this. Vengeful? Yeah, with all due respect because I like him. Like a word. I'll say he's insane. So uh um, Oh yeah, yeah, he's the yeah. guy who
2: told me he's got a hair trigger temper, like he'll yeah. go bananas. Oh yeah, yeah, that guy ripped him on Twitter and he's like, I'm gonna kill you type of thing, right? So I've never met him. Yeah, somebody, you guys are boys, right? Somebody ripped
0: him on Twitter once. He actually hired a private investigator yeah. to stalk the guy where the guy was down, got the private investigator to take a picture of the, the guy's father's grave and said, Talk again. <laughs> Wow, so that's that's going to
2: work.
3: Yeah. So, <laughs> so, yeah. that's a,
0: no, that's it. That, he that, told me. That is like. He told me, he goes, Gabe, he goes, I spent $3,000 on this guy, but I got to the bottom of everything on the internet. Wow. Like, he's that crazy where, like, he woke up, he was like, all right, I'm going to find out who these people are. No you know what he sounds like? So he spent the money, but the best is he told me. He goes, uh, Maranci, you're clean. He goes, I got you checked out. He goes, nothing personal. Yeah. But he goes, you don't have any other burner accounts or anything. And I said, dude, I "I barely like can log into my own. Like, I don't even remember my own passwords. You think I'm
2: like setting up multiple accounts. I got to tell you something, though, to go to a grave, take a picture of a tombstone, put it in a thing and said, you're like talking about me again, you're next. He sounds like he'd be a great homicide cop. He never quits. He's like a pit bull, this guy. That, like that is that is going beyond the call, Like if somebody did you wrong, Gabe, you'll just go on the radio and say, This guy's a, a fat ass turkey is a tool or whatever. Uh, well, you've threatened people before, but uh, that was personal. <laughs> <laughs> He also well, called us out. He, well, he ripped. He called me fat. He called I you will. a mouthpiece, and he. he, he I will he, admit, he, yeah. yeah. And he ripped our buddy even harder than us.
0: I will admit that I once uh, took a radio host's um, phone number. I got hold of his personal phone number. I like it. And uh, we put an ad up on Craigslist uh, for an Xbox for ten bucks. <laughs> It's actually really good. It's it's That's pretty the, creative. Yeah, very. It's like, like just I'm sort like, of I'm slick like all and, the things you can do. It's, no, but it's just slick and oh, random. A ten
2: dollar Xbox. So the phone, a lot of nibbles.
0: Oh yeah, the phone starts <laughs> still in box.
2: It's like a salmon derby. Still in box. Know. <laughs> what he, that is a way. You no, know that is a great way to get revenge without physically putting a hole through
0: something. I also sent him an email telling him I know where you eat. Yeah. And I know, I know uh, the cook where you eat. Ooh, wow. <laughs> Just to get into his head? Yeah. You know why I did that? Just so he couldn't eat at his favorite restaurant.
2: I like that. Great move, because if See? somebody did that to me, that yeah. would really hurt. Yeah. I like. I, I have my special spots that I go to. And then, of course, I did
0: go to the studio and threaten to kill him. That's true. Then Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: And he did get a restraining <laughs> no, order
0: again. Well, <laughs> I didn't threaten to kill, kill him. him. No, 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 no. No, I, no. I'm not. I don't. I'm not trying to recharge no. any feud no, here. No, no, it's no. just funny. No, it's just funny. But this guy was ripping us, me and Ken. <laughs> and we
2: had no like it was like relentless.
0: All right, so this guy was ripping us and stuff. So I was going back at him, and it was actually helping my TV rating. So yeah, it was good for business. Dude, really,
2: it was good for business.
0: It was good for business. So I really didn't care, but. You know, I said a bunch of things, and the guy was, somebody called me in the morning, and they said, oh, you got to listen to this guy on the radio. So I tuned into this guy's radio show, and uh, he's like, that Marenzi guy's a big, uh, he's a big, you know, big jackass, and I dare him to say the things that he said yesterday on TV to my face. (laughs) Except the guy didn't know that I lived like two blocks from his radio studio. And they did it in, like, this street-level glass studio. Yeah, it's, that, the, hard, it's the hard rock studio. So you can sort of just, like, the public could show up. Oh, I know they do. So he, this guy's ripping me and ripping me. I swear to God, guys, it was like an hour segment. <laughs> like, it was like an hour segment just about me, all right? Like, and the, you know, big time, too, like 8 till 9 a.m. type you know, thing dry, like that. Drive hours strong. And he's going to town, and his little cronies are laughing it up, and... They are like, I'd like to see him come down here, and you know, I'd, I'd like to see him say those things to your face. And I knew at the time it probably wasn't the smartest thing to do, but I couldn't help myself. So I went down to the studio, and I walked right in, and I said, hey, I'm here to say those things to your face. <laughs>
2: That's the- <laughs> God, I wish I could have been yeah. there that day.
0: I walked in, and yeah. I should note I brought a gift for him. I brought a uh, a picture of um, his face on a pig's body on a T-shirt.
2: Yes, yes, I remember.
0: And uh, great shirt. Yeah. So they freaked out, got security and stuff, and uh, I said, No, no, I just came to bring a T-shirt, and I told them, Put me on the air live now. Let's let's do this live yeah, on the air. Yeah. And uh, that didn't happen. No. Instead, they called the police. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> and uh,
2: <laughs> they called. <laughs> So you're like Joey Odessa Junior. Yeah, yeah. Like you didn't go to so the, like me and you, Joey go, you don't didn't go to the grave so, or take a uh, picture, yeah.
0: but you did. You did a lot of work. Yeah. So then I was then warned. Um, you know, I was oh, threatened yeah. with they, a lawsuit and stuff. So I was warned. Listen, you know, you're gonna get sued if you ever mention this guy's name. So oh, our
2: bosses went wild. So, uh, I I didn't, I
0: didn't say the guy's name, but then I wore the T-shirt with his face on a pig body uh, on the show, and uh, I made sure. <laughs> That it was very visible, it was visible on the program. It
3: was visible.
0: <laughs> so I'm just going to say, yeah, I've, uh, another time, too, <clears throat> my ex-girlfriend, may she rest in peace, uh, this really, really jerk-off, like, old man condo owner guy used to terrorize her. He's a creeper? No, he was just like a real... Just a dick. Uh, he was the biggest jerk ever, man, and he was really yelling at her and stuff and got in her face. And uh, I nearly got into a fight with the guy. But I didn't want to punch him out because he was like 67 years old or something, and it would have looked bad
2: if I would have killed a uh, killed an old man. It's kind of like the way I feel about Cal our Trainer. If he was about yeah. 20 years younger, we'd go yeah, and have you, a talk probably, with him. Yeah, you would. But now that he's an old man, I I, I can't even threaten him. Like you know, so, the guy's ticker. So right? exactly. I, so this that. guy
0: like this guy like went into like a fight pose with me and stuff, yeah. right? And I told him, like, whatever, old man. I said, I'll drop you, you piece of crap, <laughs> whatever. So he got all pissed off, and he wanted to go. Oh, he wanted to dance. But I told him. I said, well, I guy, you know, what are you going to do? And he was like, I'll kick your ass. And he, he was a pretty tough guy for an old guy. But whatever. I would have just hit him over the head with a chair or something. Old men's strength. Yeah, exactly. So um, I, had it to, I had to get the guy right after that. Yeah. So I knew that him and his wife, like, loved their garden. A horticulturalist. Oh, they loved it. Oh, they
2: lived for I'm it. Gonna tell you, I'll tell you the story. Yes, go. Yeah, yeah. It's gonna so be I, a good one.
0: Yeah, so I went to the store and I bought a bunch of weed killer and pesticides and acids. Beautiful. I got drunk and uh I went and poured stuff all over <laughs> his bye, lawn. Bye, bye bye, green lawn. Oh, I killed it. <laughs> oh my And then oh. and then the best part was like the next day and like I you know, the next day no one you know, it took a couple of days for it to start to whatever. And about a week later, man, I saw him and his wife out there looking devastated on their lawn. Oh, what happened? Wow. You messed with the wrong dude. That's you what sure happened.
4: You
2: sure did. I'll tell you something <laughs> about people who love flowers.
4: Though. Hey, I'm just kidding. I no. never
2: did any of these things for real. I don't. Right? This, this is for entertainment oh, purposes. Right, yes, it's all for entertainment <laughs> purposes. It's all we do on the show. But I will tell you this. People who love lawns and flowers that much, they're psychopaths. They're absolute psychos, yeah. man. Like, you touch this one flower and they're burying bar- bodies oh, under there like buddy. that Santa Claus serial killer. I was a kid, and I housed it for a lady. She's got, like, 275 plants taking eight cups of water, right? Like, uh, what am I going to do? Like, you're not going to pay me. Like, it was a dangerous shit job. And I'm like, you know what? What kind of freak has that many plants in their house, man? man? What a, she's a psycho. <laughs> when
0: I went to the store, I told the they guy. They love plants. I said, I got a lot of, I said, uh, I got to cleanse out a garden yeah. completely. I said, you know, I got to wipe everything give me, out. Give me the best. <laughs> They're all like, wow, well, this will do it. I was like, <laughs> I, was like <laughs> I poured paint thinner, too. Oh, just just as, as a extra. Yeah, just, <laughs> I actually felt bad for, like, messing with the earth after. Like, I'm kind of a, you know kind of soft I didn't feel bad for the old man but I was like man I really messed that garden up the paint thinner was the cherry on top good work screw you old man Donnie right side joins us next Game time. Decisions. Continue.
3: did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning fantasy sports radio network listen on the iHeartRadio app the tune in radio app 843-6879. The Fancy Sports Radio Network. Your free fantasy source, twenty four
1: hours a day.
0: Game time decisions. Ready Rage Radio. Great memories. Our boy Shell Dog, the High Priest <laughs> in Los Angeles, enjoys the other stories. Dog. He likes how you roll, Gabe. I bye lawn. <laughs> I had a feud with a lady in a condo that I lived in a couple of years ago, too, and I really, 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 really wanted to uh, put crazy glue on her door handle.
2: But I thought, ah, yeah. I can't. It's a it. wicked trick. But the yeah. problem is that adhesive's so strong. I know. Like, I've, 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 imagine, if, imagine if I went imagine. killed her. No, that's the thing. Maybe she rips it off the door. She's got half a hand, and, and <laughs> then the next thing you know, like with the blood's dripping down, like you go to jail for something like that. Like that's a big mischief charge. Like I'm not gonna lie, I am very vindictive and petty uh, when it comes to uh,
0: getting people. I'd like to, you know, listen. I didn't run the old man over. I didn't like bust no. his knees up. you know.
2: You just busted up his lawn.
0: Yeah. I didn't put a Greg Hardy and put a gun down his throat no. or anything. I just killed his gra- I <laughs> killed his flowers. <laughs> My petunias. Let's bring in the Donnie Wrightside. Yes. Donnie Wrightside steps up in it. You can see uh, Donnie's uh, videos on a daily basis over at the uh, sportsbookreview.com's YouTube uh, page. And the question is for Donnie that we ask is how many Twitter burner accounts does Donnie have? <laughs> privately secretly ripping big man on campus you're one of those you're one of the haters out there you're one yeah, of the yeah, haters you know, out there donnie
1: big man on campus sucks you know it's it comes from your place no it's, it's the best way to have a great show i mean if you can hit big man on campus with a couple burner accounts before you go live on the air you are guaranteed to have a great show yeah you get them going right
0: <laughs> exactly. so before we get into the nba finals here this Colangelo uh, stuff. I said yesterday, I don't think he's going to get fired because there was nothing really, nothing Sal- like, salacious or racist, nothing over the top slanderous. Uh, the Okafor physical stuff I thought was a little shady. You shouldn't be talking about people's, um, you know, physical stuff in our medical reports. But and plus his name, you know, Jerry Colangelo being around forever, his father and Brian Colangelo being around the NBA for as long as he has. And now there's this wife thing. Now, I see you tweeting about this, stating, and I said this earlier, Donnie, at the start of the show, that it's freaking comical the wife always gets blamed. Ben Carson's wife got blamed for the furniture a couple of months ago. Wayne Gretzky's wife for the gambling. Like, yeah, yeah like his wife's betting 50K on coin tosses. Um, so the wife gets thrown under the bus here. But I do think she was tweeting some of these burner accounts, but – Colangelo was clearly feeding her this stuff and telling her to do it, I think. I think it was a
1: tag team tag team collusion here, Donnie. What do you think? Yeah, look, I like to take a look at it like an everyday life game. We've all had, I'm married, you know, we've all had girlfriends, we've all had, you know, angry girlfriends, and everybody wants to stick up for the man, there's a time not, to do it again. Hey, hey, not all of our listeners.
0: exactly. Exactly, Hey, I've been single for a little while myself now. Sorry, Donnie, continue. <laughs>
1: No, no, I was just saying, like, when I talk to my wife, like, if I'm watching a Philadelphia Eagles game, Gabe, or if I'm watching an NBA game, my wife is completely checked out. So I would be very surprised if I put it out there, I think the Eagles are going to repeat and be Super Bowl champions, and they didn't. If I come to find out, I had no idea that my wife had five burner accounts and knew a lot about NFL football. She's obviously getting the information from somewhere. If you take a look from an NBA perspective, Gabe, being a general manager is more about relationships and getting trust and getting players to trust you to sign big contracts contract and play in your city, the last thing that you want your GM to be doing is, hey, look, what happens if Kawhi Leonard comes in, Gabe, and his thigh acts up a little bit, and he doesn't want to play? Are there going to be five burner accounts out there giving all that information out there? Hey, Kawhi, is just, he just doesn't want to play here. We have the medical clearance, and just, you know, you can't have that in the NBA.
0: And you know what? The Embiid tweets, too, you're right about that, and the Embiid tweets, and I don't think this helps the LeBron stuff, if they really think they're going to be getting LeBron James, but the 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 you know, it's it's a dangerous game uh, to play right now. Now, listen, players have the burner accounts as well. For sure, they do. I mean, it's been yeah, proven. The players players have burner accounts uh, as well, but it is a violation of trust uh, here, Donnie, without a doubt.
1: Yeah, because if you're taking, even from a player's perspective, Gabe, let's just say if Ben Simmons has a couple burner accounts, but he's just, you know, riling things up and having some fun. But if Ben Simmons has a burner account and Joel Embiid has a girlfriend, but Ben Simmons is running a burner account saying, I just saw Embiid last night with three different honeys that look so good, that's going to do damage to the team as opposed to saying, come on, pull up, shoot a jump shot, or why don't you practice a little bit harder. Some of the stuff you have, it's just about a trust relationship. And if you burn that trust, even if it is the wife or the kid, or you throw them under the bus, that's not going to leave a good taste in mouth. And even here in Philadelphia radio, they say, well, what happens if it was the wife? Well, you just have to keep her away. How many institutional things that the Sixers do where you bring your wife to events here and your wife can't go, oh, why is Brian's wife not here? Oh, well, she trashed half the team, so she can't be here. <laughs> it's just a bad look. And, you know, I was
0: going to say, too, the Embiid stuff, when you, when you read back the, the, the wording of it, it sounds like a mother, actually, or a woman. I want to climb on a ladder and slap <laughs> them. You know, there yeah. was sort of, it was very sort of motherly. There are a few of when she, whenever she would get pissed off and clearly, yeah, the wives know everything. I mean, they're in on this. I mean, look, Kim Kardashian, when she's not meeting the president, uh, <laughs> Kim Kardashian is talking to some dude today, about how was beat suck. And that's why he's not on the husbands. Like they should all shut up, man. You know, it's and like Kevin Durant started this crap at the burner.
2: Exactly. Accounts by ripping Westbrook, Rip Westbrook all the time. All the time. Like, like, this is the thing, Donnie and Gabe thing. You're an athlete mm-hmm. playing in front of that many people. Like, get a thicker skin. Like, these guys are worse than, like,
1: kindergarten kids in the sandbox. It's embarrassing. No, it's, it's got to be a bad thing for Twitter overall, too. Look at the business model today. How many people deleted their burner accounts overnight for Twitter? Ooh, they had to lose point. over a million and a half people out there.
0: Yeah, Assad Whiteside, evidently, I didn't even read what Assad's talking about, but I see Assad is, Assad Whiteside evidently evidently is uh, being accused of having a burner account and ripping <laughs> the heat, <laughs> which would be no secret. I mean, he ripped yeah. them publicly pretty much in the last month. It was no secret yeah, Pat that he Pat does Riley doesn't yet. need a
1: burner account. To, Pat Riley certainly didn't need a burner account to rip him right in front of the press. That, that's old exactly. school. Game. That's how you do it. Rip them in I front know. of the press. They get the message. I know,
0: but I like that Joel Embiid didn't hide and tweeted just out Hinkie's better than Eric. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't hide; it. he just went right for the jugular. Yep. All right, so we got the NBA Finals here. I don't know, Donnie. It, to me, it's just sort of anticlimactic, man. I, it just—I'm not. I love the NBA too. I usually look forward to the NBA Finals, but I'm not really feeling it coming into this series. I'm not expecting much. Golden State aren't playing great basketball. I don't think they're going to have to play their best basketball, and they're going to win. I don't know. Maybe I'm surprised and the games are going to be good, but I'm not overly excited.
1: No, I mean, and you're looking at one of the biggest spreads. I mean, this harkens me back to, you know, it hurts a little bit there. The 2076 is when they went up against that juggernaut Lakers team and ended up stealing game one and then got street-rolled the next four games. This has a lot of feel. I'm not going to say Cleveland's going to win the game tonight, but, you know, LeBron has to conserve some energy. Does he put it all on the line game one if they lose and just throw up the white towel? The one thing that we all do like about the NBA, Gabe, is they usually give you what you want. They're not about teams getting swept out there. They can influence the game with referees. They can be down 0-2. Next thing you know, you head to Cleveland, and all of a sudden, you know, LeBron James decides he wants to go to the rim, and he's going to get, you know, 13, 14 foul calls and head to the rim. At any given time, Gabe, you can throw out Draymond Green or Durant. We've seen them do that in the past to help enhance those series. I don't know how long this series is going to go. I'm looking more of like a five game. I think one of those games, Gabe, that they steal games three and four back in Cleveland, where I just think it's going to be overwhelming, where the refs are going to be on their side. But I can't honestly see it going more than five games, as long as nobody gets hurt or there's not any you know foul play in there.
2: Yeah, that's what we were, we were talking about, how to attack the series, Donnie. I, I, yeah. Gabe was talking sweep, and I'm thinking the same thing. If you bet game five at plus 160 and game six, you throw the units up there. I gotta believe that I'm, I'm on with Donnie. They got a, Cleveland's winning a game in Cleveland. Like it's just the NBA can't have a sweep. It's bad for business. It's simply bad yes. for business.
0: And no, the longer, like, yeah. yeah,
1: the longer it goes. Yep, Abso- and, I absolutely agree with you there, Cam. Yep.
0: And Golden State have had a tendency to roll over in a game or two. They even got smacked by the Pelicans in one of those games. Yep. Uh, in in the in the series, we saw them look uh, terrible. Uh, against the Rockets, I think the Warriors will play better, though, guys. And I'm looking at the history here, and there's something about the Golden State Warriors in Game Ones. They like to send a message early, and they have successfully sent the message early. As the Golden State Warriors are three and O straight up and against the spread in the last three years of the game uh, Game One of the NBA Finals, and uh, they're also three three and O straight up and against the spread in Game Ones of this year's uh, playoffs. And their offense has clicked. They've scored a minimum of 113 points in every one of these six basketball games in the three finals from last year, and the three three openers uh, this year. Uh, you know, we'll see. You know, if the three balls fall or not. But I just they, they just have too much talent. Cam talked about it yesterday. Donnie, sort of like when, when you and I watched the uh, the Super Bowl, and I had a piece of Nick Foles to win the Most Valuable Player. I said, if to yeah, me, yeah. if the Eagles are going to win the Super Bowl, Nick Foles is going to have to play well, and he'll win the MVP. Yep. And you got the Warriors at minus eleven hundred and Cam brought it up yesterday. Kevin Durant, minus one thirty eight to win the M V P. Steph Curry. Curry started to heat up a yeah, little bit. And Curry, it's, Curry it's could he's get two
2: hundred or two two twenty five offshore. Yeah,
0: so Donnie, instead of laying the minus eleven hundred, I think if you like the Warriors, you sort of take a look at the M V P props.
1: Yeah, no, I, I completely agree with you. Because when you look at from a series perspective out there, the one thing that does help the Cleveland Cavaliers a little bit is Andre Iguodala not playing. But he's the menace that I mean, he doesn't shut down LeBron, but he's the guy that you could put on him man-to-man, you know, create some fouls, at least make him work out there. I like more of the totals in this series, game to game, than I actually would be picking sides. You know, laying 12 and a half or 13 and a half. I think there's some advantages there if LeBron can attack because there's going to be a lot of open three-point shots out there. This isn't the Celtics that are going to miss shots. Both of these teams are very adept at shooting the three-point. And they want to get after it and get after it quickly. I look at those numbers, 214, 215. I actually think those are doable numbers because we laughed all season long, Gabe, you know, conserving injury for LeBron. He doesn't want to play that much defense. I can see that same type of thing. And if you take that Stallworth out there on defense with Andre Iguodala, I think there's going to be some points out there on the court.
0: I think because of the Boston, the Boston series against Cleveland was so low scoring, and then Houston and Golden State kept going uh, under the number of people. It's overtime? Yeah, people are scared away right now, but I think things are going to open up, guys. The Cleveland Cavaliers can't really play defense, and have also played some offensively challenged basketball teams uh, in the playoffs. Uh, Golden State, listen, last year Golden State averaged 121.6 points per game against uh, this Cleveland defense. I don't think uh, they're going to be able to stop them. And, you know, Donnie, I think the team totals, they they just feel a little low to me. I talked about Golden State, it's 113.5 right now. The minimum points that they've scored is 113 points in a game one of the NBA Finals or game one of a playoff series uh, this year. I don't think Cleveland are going to be able to stop them defensively. They're terrible. Last year, they averaged 121 points a game against them, and even the Cleveland team total tonight, guys, is only 101. They can get there. You know, can't you? Can't you see Golden State winning tonight? 116 to 102, or something like that.
1: Yep, exactly. No, that's what me and the big man were talking about earlier today. Like a 117 105 is what I had because I think it's going to be wide open, free flowing. You know, I don't think the hard fouls are going to come in. And the thing I like also is nobody's going to take it easy on each other, Gabe. These aren't like two teams that aren't used to each other. These organizations really have a dislike. I mean, even the pettiness out there where, you know, the first time that Golden State won, they came back to Cleveland. Oh, as soon as I got in the locker room, boys, you still smelled like champagne. Then the following year, Cleveland takes them down and they're having Halloween parties with, you know, the dead bodies of jerseys with the Golden State Warriors. They don't like each other one day. Say <laughs> yeah, you're right. I've never seen though guys with the mainstream media how many people are coming out.
2: Cleveland's got a great chance to pull off the miracle upset. It's it, it's just a, like to me it almost feels like a joke that they're trying to feed the machine to get more people into yeah. it because hey, when you look at the numbers, 11 to 1 favorite. So I've noticed it especially on the mainstream ding 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 every single guy is giving Cleveland a chance. It's the second
0: Yeah, it the second. Yo, yeah,
1: yeah, you're so right on that, Cam. When you take a look at it, like, it's the national media that's throwing it against the wall. Like, But it's yep. cryptic tweets, too. You have, like, ooh, I got a weird feeling <laughs> about this. Yeah. Like, what is that exactly. supposed to be? Exactly. <laughs>
0: exactly. Yeah, it's, not, uh, it's so bad, man. I got a feeling <laughs> the Warriors are going to be right. hanging on their yeah. banners yeah, exactly. real soon. Cool. I got a right. crazy
1: feeling. Yeah. Oh, sure, yeah.
0: That's my feeling. <laughs> All right, so um, when the Philadelphia Phillies, uh, yeah. when the season started, man, Gabe Kapler was a laughing stock of baseball over the first yeah. couple of days. Uh, but no one's talking about Gabe Kapler right now, and if they are, they're talking about what good baseball the Philadelphia Phillies are playing. The Phillies' pitching's been great. Both me and Cam looked at the season win totals for um, for the starting pitchers coming into the year. Nola was at 11 and a half, Uh 11 and a half, 12. One of, our, one of our top picks. And we were like, man, it just feels a little low. Feels like the Phillies and, and Nola are ready for a really breakout season here uh, this year. A big baseball game tonight, interesting game. We got Nola on the hill against Clayton Kershaw who comes back, and I'm a little perplexed by this, Donnie, because Kershaw was held to 40 pitches in his last rehab start. Take a look at the total in this game. But, Six and a half. Yeah, you, I can't uh, bet yeah. that. Um, but they, 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 Kershaw's not on a pitch count tonight, so it looks like, yeah, he's fine. They just want him to throw a couple of pitches the other night, and it's not often you get Kershaw this cheap, guys, at minus 165. What do you make of this baseball game, Donnie?
1: Yeah, interesting, Gabe. When you take a look at, like, you know, tickets, you know, spread, usually when you get a Clayton Kershaw game, you get a Clayton Kershaw game at home. It's like, you know, 70, 80% of the tickets there, 80% of the money. And he usually opens up at least, you know, unless he's going against, like, a Max Scherzer, he's 2 and 1, 2.5 to 1 at times, opens up at 65, 70, depending on where you're shopping at. Now, sitting around that 160 level. The only problem I have there is if you're going to take the Dodgers here, is you're right. Like, what do you actually get out of Kershaw? Because he's not going against a buzzsaw lineup tonight for the Phillies where it's like, you know, I'm not going to get a break like it's be the Yankees in Yankee Stadium or the Cleveland Indians or, you know, you're playing in American League ballpark, we have nine hitters here. Phillies haven't been swinging that bats that well, and it's not a great hitter's ballpark. The one thing I would hasten, if you're looking at Kershaw, you're probably not going to get Gabe, that guy that goes seven and a half, eight and a half innings where they let him loose and let him throw 113, 114 pitches, then you get right to Kenley Jansen. I think it's going to be more muted of a game, but you're right. When you look at that number, I mean, under six and a half, Me and Jeff always joke about saying, no, it's only one swing of the bat out there. As soon as these pitchers leave, the bullpen's coming. You can get that. I can can never take a a six-and-a-half under. I just can't do it. No,
0: the six-and-a-half could be 2-2. It turns into a three-run shot, double, reliever comes in, pitchers are out And we see it all the Extra time. Extra innings. 3-3 three, three, all the time. In the playoffs, we see it all the time. The first game of the playoffs, ooh, it's the two aces. Ooh, it's going to yeah. be six. Yeah. They're both out of the ball game. Five in to three. Innings, second inning. like, oh, shit, it's 4-4 four, four already. <laughs> <laughs> like, but one yeah. thing I will state about this, shadows, guys. It's an early start.
2: There you go. In Los you Angeles. You. Oh, it's good. an you early start. That is a huge thing. Normally
0: Dodgers aren't in the middle of the rotation. They're normally at the bottom of the rotation. Seven thirty-five Eastern equals four thirty-five LA time. You know what? Right around five fifteen, five thirty, it's gonna be nasty. And I used to live in LA and go to Dodger Stadium. There's a heavy shadow there. I wouldn't want to be facing Clayton Kershaw in the shadows. I'll tell you that. How much.
2: many innings do you think? It'll last probably four or five innings. Yeah, too. that's
0: why if you're looking at a total, maybe a no run in the first inning. Um, if you are looking at totals, maybe the maybe first half game under first first, five, yeah, first under five under Donnie, stay away from it because I think the shadows and the sun yeah. will be a problem for these guys early.
1: Now with this, and I got a question for you, ask because I did hear that, and that is always pertinent. Like sometimes you'll see, like even games like Shea Stadium, where oh my God, you know Vargas is pitching three shutout innings, then they show you a picture of the scoreboard where the sun is peeking through and you can't see. The question I have for that, Gabe, if you've been out there and we're looking at the shadows there, did they come since it's the summertime and it's four thirty-five? Did they creep in at like six thirty? So maybe. You can get away with an over in the first five, or like how would that yeah. be? Because it's not a normal like five or six or seven o'clock start that you would get the shadows like a good maybe half hour, forty-five minutes. Is it a delayed shadow where you better get them early because once it hits the fourth inning, nobody can see anything. You know what? We you have a, put, we, your,
2: put your meteorologist cap on. What
0: we we That's have a, we have a guy tuning in listening to the show. He's been tweeting us from LA right now. I'm going to ask him right now. Hey, uh, yo, what yeah, they, time? Yeah, because they would
1: know. They would certainly know. Yeah. Yeah. What
0: time is sunset right now? Or yeah. sunset? And start, start, uh, start going down. Now
2: this is digging deep for research. I like this. One, <laughs> yes, yes. You guys, call it a guy in hell. Can I get the weather reports
1: and shadows, please? <laughs> I tuned in. They were thinking under in that game. It's seven to six in the fourth. Those are <laughs> idiots. <laughs> <laughs> hey, great stuff, uh, Donnie. Can't wait to start talking yeah.
0: football with you. Thanks for the time. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Enjoy the show anytime. Thanks. Take, Take care. care. You can uh, find uh, Donnie on Twitter at Donnie Right Side. Find his uh, videos with Big Man on Campus over at the Sportsbook Review youtube page we're stacked with guests paul volvey george kurtz and more no more confessions though
4: sale that means huge savings for you get pre-finished hardwood and bamboo up to 36% off including new styles like mediterranean maple and best sellers like silver stone bamboo take 25% off all dream home laminate and 10 to 15% off our best waterproof floors more from just 49 cents plus special financing and professional installation hurry get to your local lumber liquidators today
0: you. thanks I think someone has a crush on you. Okay,
5: who? Let's make a game of it. One of these is a lie. He's six foot four. <laughs> he collects stuffed exotic birds. He spends his free time trying to save lives. Are you talking about Kevin? Yeah! He's a registered bone marrow donor. Last week he got a call, he
4: might be a match. He's so cute. Oh yes. You could be a life-saving match for a patient with blood cancer. Learn more at dkms.org.
1: Steiner Sports is the leading memorabilia provider for the New York Yankees, Rangers, Giants, Knicks, and the Brooklyn Nets. Featuring hundreds of items from your favorite athletes, Steiner Sports is your source for the best sports gifts. Go to steinersports.com and shop our collection of memorabilia boxes, which include 10 gifts for the price of one. We've made one for each of your favorite teams. Hurry, supplies are limited, and these are some of the best deals we have ever offered. So go to steinersports.com box today.
4: immediately. That's 800-955-3793. Page Publishing is looking for authors of all types of books, and unlike most publishers, Page Publishing will take the time to review each and every book submitted to them, and give you their feedback. If they like what they read, they'll get your book into bookstores, and for sale online at Amazon, the Apple iTunes Store, Barnes & Noble, and other outlets. They handle everything. Editing, cover design, copyright protection, printing, publicity, and distribution. So if you've written a novel, children's book, cookbook, inspiration work, poetry, or a biography and want to get it published, then you need to call Page Publishing and do it immediately. Call 800-955-3793 now for your free author submission kit. Again, for your free author submission kit, call 800-955-3793. That's 800-955-3793. Your road to fame and fortune could very well start with this simple phone call. Call Page Publishing at 800-955-3793 for your free author submission kit.
5: Skick sneakers are taking over tailgates and alumni homes across America. Skicks canvas high top, low top, slip-on, and kids tennis style sneakers designed in officially licensed college colors and logos is a must-have for every college fan's wardrobe. Fun, fashionable, and comfortable. Whether you're at the big game or watching the game at home, Skix helps fans perform better. Go to skix.com and use promo code FNTSY for 15% off your pair now. That's skix.com. Skix sneakers, the soul of a true fan.
0: the program so the sun sets at 759 pacific time but that doesn't really mean anything like we're talking no. about the shadows the sun starts lower oh yes <laughs> i like,
2: think so yeah, no, no the shadows will start yeah. very early like that that game is going to be affected by shadows big time yes no it will be at that time you get, you get a stud like kershaw and the shadow nola it's, it's basically a well, for we'll a say reason, shadow though. so basically
0: it'll be it'll be a shadow in the infield and sun in the outfield correct and it'll sort of move Ooh, as yeah, the game it, goes, it and it, at times, maybe for an inning, it'll be all right. Like even on my stupid balcony out here, you know, the sun sometimes like blinds me for about seven minutes, and I'm like, "Oh, this is great!" And
2: then, boom, boom. it's boom.
0: gone. Bleak. Yeah, it's it's bleak. It's behind the, it's behind the, the tower. Where's the
2: guy playing the guitar again? That guy's fun. Yeah, That guy was well, great. <laughs> well, he's shredding on his balcony. That's uh, that's what I like. And I'll tell you something. Your, a few of your neighbors are uh, doing illegal stuff with their barbecues. You could blow up the whole unit. You can't have propane in a building. Yeah, you know what? You
0: noticed uh, there's more Trust chaos me, in the lobby. I'm on top of it, yeah. There's, uh, the people are becoming more and more defiant, that's I notice, in this condo. great They observation. really don't care about any condo. There is so, no, like they're coming after the concierge. Which helps in me, the group. because I'm yelling, I'm yelling at a computer
2: and yelling at my TV. In the morning. Every you're night. not the you're not on the top of the problem list. No, I'm not. A guy with hot propane is, though. He He's blows up the building. You talk loud. Oh, dude, we Your got a has got a crazy dog, too. He's always running we got air and bees. We got crazy yeah. dogs. They don't care. We got dogs
0: pissing in the courtyard. <laughs> time decisions fantasy sports radio network continues we apologize for any uh, technical uh, technical difficulty not us (laughs) no names nope not us
2: not us Did, did we get cut off where you tell me a story about that green liquid or Yeah, I I don't even know. That uh, yeah, I don't know. So yeah, you, so you're you're thinking about a late night drink, but you grabbed it and realized it was like green Yeah, index. so basically as we were just stating here, uh Cam noticed it actually does look pretty refreshing. Oh, like I'm looking at it's got the co- I actually want to it. drink it. I do too. <laughs> 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 like why do you think I've been You're telling me that that stuff looks awesome. Like if you were to pour that into a glass, I wouldn't even think it's kitchen and bath cleaner. I it's doubt kitchen it. and bath kitchen and
0: bath. Yeah, but for some reason, I'm an idiot, so last night, well, for <laughs> some reason, I have a lot of reasons why I'm an idiot, but um, I was um, I was eating at about 4 a.m. last night. And, late, late night hunger. Yeah, I'm up all the time, so generally, I um, generally I have the lights on, but I was sort of in like the half dark, and I had like a bunch of different bottles, and I was just sort of blindly reaching out, and I actually grabbed this, and I was sort of like Homer Simpson. I was like, ooh, Came close to drinking a kitchen and bath.
2: So it's funny that you see this and immediately want to drink it. It has the perfect hue and color that says refreshing drink. Like, it shouldn't be. It looks like a nice mid-julep. That's what I'm talking about. Like, it looks beautiful. Like, But I, I'm saying, like, I'm the type of guy, if it didn't have a label, I just picked. All right. So how about them drink them.
0: how about this? If the Cleveland Cavaliers beat the Golden State Warriors and win the championship, you and I will drink first four special formula kitchen bath cleaner. We'll do a shot
2: of it. I'm not, if we drink the whole bottle, we're dead. It's got skulls and crossbones on it. It's a carcinogen. Like <laughs> <laughs> we you, can't drink. If you drink you, the, you, liquid cleaner, you it'll you, eat your inside. You put worse in your body. I have. I really have. I have. I don't see it. any. Uh, let, me, let me see it here. You know what? Let, no, no. Let
0: me see it. You know what? This is pretty slant. This is pretty uh reckless of them. Yes.
2: There's no warning. It doesn't say like don't drink it. <laughs> yeah, you could tell. This is a real ghetto kind. Like it's it's not like made by Lysol or anything. It's like called... I don't even think no. you're allowed to make no. products like this without warning. I'm gonna people. tell you something. This bottle's illegal this company <laughs> this company first choice this is like this i don't know what's going on here but i'm telling you this did not pass usda regulations man this stuff no yeah you, you, all it says is keep out of reach of children may cause <laughs> eye irritation it doesn't say don't drink
0: you know what the kids are doing now you know, what remember the uh, tide the, pods yeah you remember the tide pods yeah they have a new it thing actually now actually smells really good too yeah don't don't drink it. i know
2: Dr. <laughs> i'm gonna have to put this out of the uh, way. it's really tempting will you do a shot of a shot of it if Cleveland wins? It's probably a really bad idea but I don't know. Yeah, I'll put some vodka in it though. Yeah, okay. Good deal. We'll do one shot of kitchen and bath with some grey goose. Actually, we need the know lower end shit. Fer, no. We got to do like the absolute ferment, or lower. My fermented gray oh, goose. Oh, we're dead. <laughs> I forgot about that.
0: You my should, fermented <laughs> moonshine gray goose.
2: Hi, hi, I'm Gabriel Morenci. Not only do I leave tops off liquids to make moonshine, I like to add kitchen and bath for that extra punch. Like seriously, like we're gonna be doing like Weekend. moonshine with the uh, Drano. That would mess you up. Oh, Tide Pods. That's for weaklings. This is for real, real party animals.
0: All right for the record, uh, we or the Fantasy Sports Radio Network business. do not encourage you to drink. Um, we don't kitchen and bath cleaner but with what, vodka. But what we do—that's our business. We encourage you to drink <laughs> vodka, just <laughs> vodka, not with the kitchen cleaner. Although if you drink Ricola vodka, you won't be able to tell a difference.
2: Oh God, yeah. I had uh, breakfast with Blessing when I met his place, like when he's selling his house in like Tanawanda. So we go in there I uh, that's what we had for breakfast. Eggs hey, so. eggs over easy and re of vodka. So this is
0: what kids are doing now. They passed the uh the they're they're over the uh the uh, the pods. Pod. So now cam they're putting salt on their arms. Sort of like you know when people when I saw it at first I you know I was like what are they you know cuz you see people put salt on their uh you know you do a shot of tequila and you have the old Yeah. The salt on the hand there. I like, yeah, I like the salt. Yeah, on the feet. Make the fish. You put the salt down. Yeah. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah, it gives it that uh, big punch.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, um, no, but the kids have raised it up a notch. They're not drinking tequila. They're putting like the um, street salt. So they're getting salts. They're putting them on the arm, and then and what? Bath salts. And then they're putting ice on top. So they put ice, and then the salt, and they see how long they can withstand the burn on their arm. This is what's
2: passing for entertainment today. This is what
0: kids wow. are up to. <laughs> when I was a kid, I was just stealing uh, people's bottles from their backyard.
2: That's a great move. I used to love when my. <laughs> I, I'll tell you something. Pretty nowadays, you get shot. But my dad. I'm not yeah. gonna lie. I grew up. That was our deal. It's like, a great deal. You know what I used to do? My dad played softball. Right. <laughs> it was kind of like the WKRP in Cincinnati league. Big fat guys. They all sucked. Right. They had huge tournaments on the weekend. It was just excuse to get booze with your buddies when not at work. I collected cans, gave as a kid, it made like 141 bucks. Back then, that's a lot of money, man. These guys were piss tanks. It's a great way, hey, tell kids we that's were, how you do it. Bottles and cans. We were bad though. Like we used to. Uh, oh, you steal them from people's garage? It's like considered stuff. theft and yeah, stuff now. Eh, if you go into my garage and I have bottles
0: piled up, you there. wouldn't you wouldn't accept it very well. If you if you found some dude stealing
2: your beer bottles from your garage, you would probably club them over the head. I wouldn't club them over the head, <laughs> but I'm gonna tell you something, Marentzi. It's one thing I get a lot angrier than you think about that one because when I take my bottles back, (laughs) I like to have at least between 20 and 30 so I can get my next box. So this guy's basically not taking my bottles. He's taking beer from me, and that's a real problem. He's taking beer out of your mouth. Yeah, and I don't like that. I wouldn't bottle them, but there there might be an attack. (laughs) No, it's great. Anyway, kids, if you're listening out there, screw uh, part-time jobs or whatever. Get, Get into the bottle game. It could be certain states; it's more lucrative, lucrative too. That's the thing. When you, when you get the ten cents, and now they, they. I used to hang out in this park when I was a kid.
0: and Everyone would be drinking all the time and stuff, and um, you know, people would just throw the bottles and whatever after on the ground. And this lady used to come and pick them all up and stuff. And people used to like throw cans at her and things like they were calling like the the bag hey, lady. And here, take these. And she had a shopping cart and stuff. And it turned out she had like a big house and stuff. Yeah, smart. Yeah. She put yeah, on like yeah, a she's crappy. The, she's
6: the loser. People,
0: people yeah. are like, man, I could have sworn I saw that lady that picks up the bottles at the mall the other day, dressed all nice. Well, oh, you know, you don't remember that. And, and it turned out, they're like, yeah, she actually makes, like you said, and this was in like the 80s and stuff. She was making like 300 bucks a day. She was, she knew all the parks. Every, we're all drunk everywhere. No one was returning crap, man. she come yeah. up, can I have the bottles? And people were like, yeah, lady, take the bottles. Everyone thought she was homeless and stuff. She wasn't homeless, man. She was playing everybody.
2: Yeah. Similar Tip- story outside Morenci Studios. Remember the shaky bag lady? She used to be a very famous uh, panhandler in the area. Hit every big intersection, whatever. They did an investigation. Six big screen TV, <laughs> hot tub, <club>, jacuzzi, <laughs> million dollar house. She made, she don't, no, honestly, th- think about it. If you're a, the best panhandler out there and you get like three, four hundred a day, man,
0: what a job. When I was in Halifax, um, Really when I was in Halifax, a dude rolled up uh, to to us outside the sports bar and he's like, "Hey guys, I'm a couple of dollars short for a bus ride." It's like, "Dude, that's the oldest that's, thing." That's that's the oldest trick in the book. You're not right. even near the bus station. Exactly. The that's best you know, I knew a kid. I knew a, I, I grew listen, man. I grew up uh, with hustlers and grifters. So, I know all the street tricks and stuff and one of my buddies when he was a teenager, that was his go-to thing. He would go down to the bus, uh, you know, if you're going to do this, you need money to do it. It's better if you have money. People will give money to people with money. People don't want to help people that don't have anything. Of course they will. So can the trick is have like 60 bucks in your hand. Then then you're selling it. Man, I got 60 bucks but I need 74. You know what
6: The Sharpest Fantasy Sports Minds are now available 24-7 straight from your mobile device. Download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app and listen live or on demand to the finest tips, strategies, and advice from your favorite fantasy personalities. It's free and available for both iOS and Android devices. Your life isn't slowing down, so why should your fantasy sports? Head to fntsy.com slash radio and download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app today.
0: Old man that we killed his lawn is
2: getting us back yeah, yeah. I mean, that's a great call by you yeah we got some bad karma right now why do you think i have such bad beats You're right all the ghosts of people you screwed over they get the revenge in the afterlife yeah. makes for a funny story
0: but i destroyed an old man's lawn yeah
2: i'm
0: gonna start destroying
2: other things soon too i've been uh, pretty laid back I, i'm starting to get a little upset I, i'm with you I've never seen California cool, Morenci before. You almost like seem like uh, life's good. 80 degrees in San Diego. Like I'm waiting for the vein to pop out. It's uh, very impressive, buddy. I got to give you a lot of credit. Your anger has been tamed. <laughs> but I was gonna finish that story. You know what the rich Chinese guy told me in the store? Same thing. He goes, "Ha." Huh. He goes, "Rich man come in to buy milk for wife." wins lottery ticket, buys just a ticket, uh, off a of whim, you know, the guy's spending $6 on a loaf of bread, I don't care if the milk's 10 bucks. oh, get me organic, guy walks in, boom, hits like one of those, scra- like the maximum prize, poor guy comes in, with like 25 cents, Nevada ticket, gold, gold pot, gold pot, banana, and he goes, every time, when you don't need money, you win, when you need money, you lose, yeah, it's like gambling, it's very similar to gambling, it's funny how rich people get richer, and Some poor people, you just can't get over the top. It's weird. It's like there's a life plan for you not to have money.
0: It's the pressure of poverty. It gets to people. It clouds people's judgment.
2: Well, you know, poverty also creates a lot of uh, anger in society and more violence. All right. So, um, well, if you don't
0: have money, you got to find a way to get it. This is a good. uh, This is a good contest stuff for you because because otherwise, you're not going to the World Series. Good point. Want a chance to win two tickets to a 2018 World Series game? Go to dailyrodo.com/dkms. Man, am I ever good at uh, segues. Uh, Then you'll find a link to a free DFS baseball contest every day. The contests are sponsored by DKMS who are looking for your help in the fight against blood cancer. For many patients, a bone marrow transplant is the best chance for survival. 30% of uh, patients can find a matching donor in their family. 70%, nearly 14,000 each year, must rely on a benevolent stranger to step up and in and donate. Find out how you can help and play free DFS uh, with a shot at winning two tickets to a 2018 World Series game the, the an stranger. stranger. Go to dailyrodocom slash uh, DKMS. That's DailyRoto.com slash DKMS. There will be blood. Paul Bovey joins us next. We hope. Maybe. Hello. Check, check.
5: You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network.
2: Game Time Decisions.
0: All right, level two, Game Time Decisions, Red Heat Parade Radio. I'm Gabriel Bracci alongside Cam Stewart you play DFS and you haven't tried playing mybookie.ag, player props, you're missing out. The player prop tool allows you to avoid sharks winning 90% of the money in the DFS world. Invest in the players that you want without salary caps. Forget having to create multiple lineups. Ditch the hassle with dealing with late scratches. Go to mybookie.ag, open up a new account, enter promo code GTD. You're going to receive a 50% deposit bonus. Don't worry about um, getting screwed over and eating chalk in DFS uh, tournaments. Don't be a loser. Be a winner. Play mybookie.ag. Check out their player props, and check out their uh, prop builder. Plus, you can access the one sport not yet touched by DFS, the sport of kegs, horse racing. Go to mybookie.ag, open up an account, enter promo code GTD, get 50% uh, deposit. Bonus.
2: I was just actually checking uh, the horse racing page at Equibase. Uh, my pick didn't win. <laughs> I, I took a real flyer, Gabe. You know when you know when you really try to like make money. Like you, most people bet like heavy chalk. I do the opposite. I look for the biggest like underdog on the board at like thirty to one and try to you know Your try, home try to build it. The best. Oh
0: yeah, he's, he's still running. Let's bring in uh, let's bring in Paul Bovee, uh right now. You can yeah. follow uh, Paul Bovey on uh, Twitter at paul bovey. Uh, find him over at VegasInsider.com. Uh, dot uh, com. And of course, Paul is uh, known as one of the sharpest. NBA analyst cappers uh, out there, steps up in and joins us. What's going on, Paul? Thanks for joining us. How you doing? Uh, it's a
6: pleasure, Gabe. I'm uh, glad to be here. Uh, we can here in Southern California and ready for the finals. Look, I'd rather see other teams in there. I'm just going to preface this by saying, you know, this is, what, the fourth year in a row. All right. We got the finals. We'll watch them. We'll bet them. We'll win. But I'd still rather see the Rockets or the Celtics or one of these other teams.
0: Man, it's it's crazy. I could agree more. It it almost, it looked like, wow, you might get the Rockets versus the Celtics, actually, and it would have been a completely fresh matchup. I talked about it earlier. It does feel kind of anticlimactic and somewhat tricky, in a sense, to actually wager on as well because it's not like the Golden State Warriors are in great form uh, right now. They're laying 12.5 points, Uh, but um, if you look at the trends, uh, I was talking about this earlier, Paul, uh, the Golden State Warriors have won and covered in uh, the last three three years, Game 1 of the NBA Finals. Uh, they've won and covered in Game ones of the three playoff series that they played in this year as well. They generally send a message. They come out, kick the crap out of teams in Game 1, and then have sort of gotten bored uh, this year as the series goes on. So let's start off with Game 1 and help us out here and help the people listening right now. How do you bet this? Look, we, me and Cam, we've already got a piece of the Warriors at uh, minus 110 when the chips were down. We didn't abandon ship. We jumped in. Yep. Warriors to win the title. Uh, I have a piece. I'm not proud of it at minus 350 uh, as well uh, for the Warriors to win the title. So I don't have to worry about the 1100 right now. But for people tuning in, Paul, how do you approach how do you make money betting this series?
6: Well, you got props. Uh, you know, I have series props and I kind of, I'm looking at Tristan Thompson over 31 and a half rebounds, and and then there's game variations or series variations where you could lay a game and a half, two and a half games. Uh, if if you think it's impossible for the series to go beyond a certain point, you can kind of structure your wager accordingly. And instead of laying 1100, for example, uh, I'm just pulling these up right now, and you could lay. Okay, uh, finals props. The alternate series lines. For example, uh, you lay a game and a half, which means you only get uh, screwed if it goes to seven games, and you lay 515. I don't think there's any way that this is going to a seventh game. I don't think that's a, a, a terrible wager. You could lay two games and lay 435, and then you can go a step further and lay two-and-a-half games, hope that it ends in uh, four or five, and you're uh, minus 275. Personally, I took the Warriors in a sweep, plus two-and-a-quarter. I was going to also add that and take the uh, Warriors in five just to cover that because, as you say, they tend to get bored. Cleveland may steal a game, but I think I'm going to let it sit um, and, and bank on the Warriors winning those first two games at home and then evaluate my options from there.
0: I'm leaning with a sweep as well. I don't see it going more than five games. Five my number.
2: I think Cleveland wins one, just one.
0: Yeah, maybe they get back to Cleveland yeah, and they're able to totally. win one game.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, as far as the number and the total is concerned uh, tonight, what do you make of the total up to 215 uh, right now? Last year they averaged 121 points a game. Uh, in the finals the Warriors did against uh, the Cavaliers. The Cavaliers' defense is worse this year uh, than it was last year, but I would say that the Warriors' offense isn't quite as clicking. But Steph Curry's come alive a little bit uh, over the last couple of games. The three ball starting in the fall, and I was watching a video of him earlier this morning just crushing shots at the morning shoot-around. I, I get the feeling that Steph Curry actually is, is going to step up. He was heavily criticized for a couple of games against Houston, Paul, but I think he steps up in this series. What do you make of the tempo and the totals here? I think the total feels a little low, and the team totals feel a little low to me. Cavaliers at 101, um, Golden State at 113.5.
6: First of all, Steph, I had him under 152.5 for that last series. I was banking on CP to do a good job on him, which he did the first two games. Uh, I wasn't banking on a seven-game series, and with these series props, you have to also weigh in how many games you think it's going to go. As far as the total goes tonight, look, Kevin Love is in the lineup, and I think that helps. Iggy is out of the lineup because Iggy frustrates LeBron at times, and they were throwing uh, Durant and Iggy at him last year, so subtract him from the equation Look, the Cavaliers have been basically absent defensively on the road. So the Warriors really, if they're focused, should be able to name the score here. The only question is, will Cleveland score enough to keep up, or will the Warriors uh, extend to such a lead that they they go soft in the fourth quarter? And and we saw that happen a few times. Uh so the best play here may be the Warrior team total in the first half.
2: Yeah. Paul, I was going
6: to talk to, uh, we. Gabe and I have been t-
2: chatting about just this line, minus uh, 1,100. And we talk about t- tackling it from like a finals MVP. We're, we're on Golden State. And we got to believe if the Warriors are going to win the championship, it's either going to be Kevin Durant at minus, he was minus 138 to be the mvp up to 150 or steph curry at plus 200 because odds are they're gonna get the job done what do you think about that and staying laying that big big number you grab a couple mvp props and uh, hope
6: for the best you know it's something that i've never really looked into because i've always found other things and we're all creatures of habit and that just hasn't been my uh Uh, modus operandi so to speak i'm not saying it's a bad strategy and if it works for you by all means but i would rather take a flyer on a guy like clay thompson who's probably sitting at 15 to 1 because hey you never know this guy can get hot and uh, you know the ball goes in so many different places and it's 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 hard for me to uh it's hard for me to jump in on that because you know, I, I understand what you're saying, but it's it's like several dots have to connect on that, and i I'm, and that's that's just not something I like to be involved in.
0: One thing I'm seeing right now, I see a number here. So the, under like uh, so series specials, so series to go over under five and a half games, under five and a half games is is plus, is minus two twenty five. So what's the point of doing that bet? Because if it goes under five-and-a-half games, it's going to go under because the Golden State Warriors win in under five-and-a-half games. So you're better off just taking the Warriors in a sweep at plus 225 or so, and and Warriors at at five five and plus 160, than under five-and-a-half. Great point. There's a lot of these props that they trick you that you're like, oh, that looks like a decent bet. It's like, yeah, but you you could get better odds approaching it in a different manner. like. Why would you play under five and a half at minus 225 when you could just take the Warriors at plus 160 or a at plus, two, uh, plus 225 for the sweep? Great point.
6: Yeah, well, it, that under five and a half basically implies Warriors, as you say, by in, in four or five. And I have the Warriors here minus two and a half games at minus 275. So making the assumption that the Warriors are going to win the series, You've got a lot better line there. It's it seems you know it's pretty reasonable at minus two twenty five.
0: So you're good as long as it doesn't go seven then at minus two seventy five.
6: Yeah, yeah. If, if no, uh, the two seventy five is minus two and a half games. If you okay, all minus right. So, yeah, so you got half, yeah
0: you got to win by three games. Okay, yeah, yeah.
6: Yeah, the minus one and a half at five fifteen. You're. You know your 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 lay is cut by a factor of fifty percent, and your only danger is if it goes to seven games, which I don't believe it has any shot to get there. But you know you never know what happens. But I think that five fifteen is attractive.
0: Total right now two sixteen. It's keeps on going up. P- public, uh, I guess yeah. public's getting home from work, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> public's getting home from work. They're starting to click on this.
6: Are, are, are we assuming this is the public, or, or can we make an assumption it might be smart guys uh, realizing that just maybe that number having come down may have been a reflection of what happened the last series, and the public is just kind of carrying the baton because the games were going under, and now maybe it's going to just head the other way. I can't play the Cavaliers under on the road because they just don't. You know they just don't play defense.
2: And with that, Andre Iguodala out too. And if Love's back, that's going. Cleveland's going to put up points too. I think you guys are on to something. The the over. If it did, I don't like the movement, but uh, I think the over is going to be a good play tonight. What about the uh, the first
0: quarter coming out? You get the Cleveland Cavaliers. I know a lot of people like to be contrarian early. Um, You know, it's sort of like a box championship boxing match. You know, first couple of rounds, a feeling out process. So I've seen a lot of people out there, oh, do you take Golden State in the first half and attack it in the first quarter in the first half? But, you know, it could be it could be a tie. Cleveland could be up by one or two points yeah. after the first uh, the first quarter. Golden State, of course, are a third-quarter team. They go on those epic runs. But any opinion on the first-quarter line here, Paul, with the Golden State Warriors minus four, total 55.5. And, and as you said, I'm, I'm I think- in complete, complete agreement with you too. The last two, you look at the Eastern Conference Finals and the Western Conference Finals, they were very sort of, they were sort of ugly and clunky, and there weren't a lot of points. I'm expecting three balls to be flying, and things really open up in this series, to be honest, as well. But what do you make of the first in quarter? Resp- uh,
6: in response to the first quarter, I definitely think that the Cavaliers offer value. If you look at the Warriors' games, they're, they're so shaded to the third quarter. Uh, it, it's it's. Way out of whack. I'm not sure what the numbers are, but I I would imagine if, if somebody produced an algorithm on this and broke this down, the Warriors should be no more than a point-and-a-half favorite based on the best performance of, of what they've done in the first quarter versus the game line, and as you take into account the other three quarters. I, I mean, clearly, if you make a line based on past performance as opposed to simply the spread and the number, the Warriors would probably be somewhere in the area of a six, six and a half point favorite in the third quarter, and the rest of them would obviously contract. I found a number
0: here. Golden State Warriors, minus four in the third quarter.
2: Minus four in the third quarter? So you
0: blindly bet it now. So they'd be minus four and you're locked in no matter the circumstance. Minus four, but... It feels high as well. At four in the first quarter, the spread's 12-and-a-half, twelve and a half, twelve, twelve and a half, twelve and a half. Now, you know, four that equates to the sixteen. It's just a little much out of the gate. You know, it's not. I easy. think Cle- no, Cleveland plus four. Seems it's not to be a easy play. to be up by five or six no. in a quarter. No, it's not. You know what I mean? This isn't. You're not. It's not a college game, right? No. I mean, it's it's going to be a little bit of a feeling out process. It's good for them that Kevin Love is back. The problem with Cleveland is Paul. You know, you look at Jeff Green. Jeff Green will surprise you. You know, Jeff Green played pretty well actually against Boston, but Corver hit shots at home. Those role players just aren't as productive on the road, and they're going to need somebody to step up tonight.
6: Besides Chris
0: Paul, who's it going to? Besides uh, Kevin Love, who's it going to be?
6: I want to make one point about those those quarter lines. The books eventually adjusted to the fact that teams down two zero covered in the first half. And if you remember the Philly-Boston game, Philly was like a an 11-point favorite and favored by 8.5 to 9 in the first half. And they did the same thing recently as well. They have not made an adjustment yet on these quarter lines if Golden State is favored by only four, four 4.5 in the third quarter. Now, it remains to be seen if that adjustment is warranted. It will be warranted in the next couple games if, Golden State comes out firing right after halftime and basically does what they've been doing for the last, I don't know, however many games, and that is blowing teams out. As far as who will uh, step up for the Cavs, hey, look, J.R. Smith has been uh, an abomination on the road. You'd like to think that the guy is going to step up at some point, but can you count on him? Uh, I don't think so. Uh, Clarkson? I, I think somebody has to step up here. Uh, the question is, and the problem is, and the reason thir- uh, Cleveland's a 13-point underdog is that you just don't know who it is.
0: Paul Bovee, uh with us. All right, uh, Paul. So we're going to wrap it up in about a minute's uh, time here. You can follow uh, follow Paul on Twitter, at Paul Bovey, Find his scorching picks. He's been crushing it. Red uh, hot. Over at uh, VegasInsider.com. And, uh, Look forward to the football season as well, Paul. NBA, and then uh, it's uh, we're, on to, we're on to the National Football League in a couple of months.
6: We are on to the National Football League. I, I think I want to make one point about who should step up. The guy that's got to step up here is George Hill. He's 32 years old. He has some experience. He was absent the first two games of the last series, he came on strong, and I think he can provide some mismatch problems when he's on the floor running a pick-and-roll with LeBron James and he of course, Curry some problems. So let's see if he can do it, and let's look forward to some football because I'm chomping at the bit, Gabe.
5: Have you ever wanted to have a fantasy expert in the palm of your hand? Or better yet, in the pocket of your khakis? Well, check it out. Now you can. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app.
0: Happy,
2: happy, joy, 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 Ren and Stimpy. Remember that? <laughs> Love Ren and Stimpy. They're still on a lot. In comparison to other shows, people don't understand the way Seinfeld is syndicated. If you watch cartoons, Ren and Stimpy are on tons. <laughs> I like to flick around, Gabe. I don't get the cartoon uh, channel. Uh, oh, yeah.
0: These guys, they're on Monday, every day of the week. I don't have time time for cartoon cartoons, no, Cam. No time for cartoons. No. Just Sports sports damn flies
2: what's going on here
0: i don't know man there's one fly here he's pissing me off Yeah,
2: he's pissing me off it's like african lion safari
0: (laughs) it's not quite that bad but yeah (laughs) let's bring in george kurtz right now talk we haven't talked uh, much about last night's hockey game no no uh, great stuff stanley cup finals as well 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 we've got a series now we've got a series now
3: george kurtz what's going on george we do have a series, guys. Uh, it's been a fun, fun couple of games here. And, and uh, let's face it, Washington could easily be up 2-0. You know what? I Lars agree. Eller,
0: they were so close to tying that game in game one. and I went back to the well last night with the Washington Capitals yep. in game two because, quite frankly, you know, game one was kind of a track meet shootout. But um, I liked the puck possession. I liked uh, their puck movement. Um, they match up very well with Las Vegas. It was a close hockey game. Last night was a close hockey game. It should be a long series. But uh, Washington in the driver's seat going back home right now, George. But the thing is, Capitals just four and five guys at home in the playoffs. They're a better
3: road team, George, than they've been at home. And it's been that way all, all playoffs. And it's, it's a strange feeling. I mean, why they play better on the road than they do at home. Uh, I mean – the thing is, like I said, they, they could easily be up 2-0. You could argue they should be up 2-0. Forget the, the fact that Ellis whiffed on the uh, puck. Okay, he got slashed. He didn't really whiff, but he he had an open net, didn't put it home. They outplayed Vegas and still and lost the game, came back, win game two. I'm curious to see how they play at home here. They play the same game, guys. This may not be as long a series as we're hoping for. I'll tell you, George, one thing
2: is uh, other teams didn't take advantage of it, but Fleury's amazing. But when he does stuff, he gets over aggressive. See Washington with the way they're playing right now; they had an extra pass, boom, open net. It seems like they figured out something there, and he doesn't have that uh, swagger that he had earlier on in the playoffs. The Capitals find ways to get to him now.
3: In game, uh, you know, in game one, the refs let them play, right? I mean, it was a war zone out there. They pretty much let them let them go, let everything go. In game two, they crack things down a little bit, which probably benefits Washington because if that power play is out there with Ovechkin, they could be dominant. Their surprised. power
0: play has been better. You're right. Their, their special teams have been better. Vegas special teams struggle a little bit, but yep. I get the feeling, guys, that every little call just starts to go to Vegas's Vegas. It way. Washington dead. Yeah, like, last
2: night they there gave was an a five offside. On, a five-on-three there that they yeah. killed off? Come on.
0: You man. know, Washington are guilty of a couple of times, but it just sort of seems to be. It was the same thing against the L.A. Kings. Sort of non-calls for Vegas, and then, you know, all right, we'll call the other team for it. I'm not saying it's anything. They get You know, the refs get caught up with the crowd and everything as well. Uh, But, uh, you know, like you said, Washington looked like the better team through two games, George. They just do.
3: They have. Uh, Flory's not quite playing to a level we expect. Hope he's outplayed him so far. I mean, especially last night. That's I mean, I know that's really you want to call it a luck save. I mean, he threw his paddle out there and he uh he stopped the puck. But that save he made uh, last second, last second against Tuck was fantastic. Got to be good uh, to be lucky.
2: Yeah, right. exactly. Got be, be lucky tough. than good.
3: No, that you was know? an awesome save. That's one of the best Stanley Cup final saves oh, I've ever seen. Oh yeah, in my think, life.
2: A, think about that. They score that goal, go to overtime. Douglas finds a way to win that game. Like he say, he Washington, Washington, yeah, Washington
0: wins, wins the cup. I think that's you look oh, back yeah. at that save, big time. You know.
3: Yeah, I mean it was almost the equivalent of a save if you remember in, uh against Winnipeg that Flurry made against Shifley when he's diving across the net. That was a huge save in that series and you wonder if saves like that propel the you know, propel the Capitals, get the momentum going here. Maybe it starts could even start the uh the Vegas Knights to thinking uh to themselves, thinking too much. Well things we gotta do to score to get past Holpie. I'm curious and listen. I've been, I've been doubting the Vegas Golden Knights all season, so why stop now? That, you know, if that loss hurts, if they know they've been outplayed twice, they, if they feel lucky to be up 1-1, and if they're gripping their sticks a little tighter going into the nation's capital. Yeah, you know what, yeah. though? I said
0: everything that you just said, everything that you just said, George, last week about the Winnipeg Jets. When they were, oh, they're going back, it looks like Winnipeg's, you know, it's like the turning point here, and Vegas played that desperate road game. Uh, after the fact. Vegas
2: took away their will Winnipeg had nothing yeah. left and after does, that does Washington
0: series. now get caught up in the, in the hoopla of going back home some teams do Vegas have done a great job of through that circus yes. and the crazy intros of keeping their composure but you know Washington going back home now will they get caught up in this we've seen this before with Washington they're very they're strange they win two games at Tampa then they go home and they lose two games they lose the for the opening two
3: games against Columbus George they're an erratic team at home this team. Yeah, I wouldn't trust the Capitals. You know, I'm not trusting them whatsoever. Because you're right, you don't know what you're going to get, especially at home from this team. Well, maybe they they relax a little bit more, you know, and that may not be a good thing. You know, they don't try as hard. They don't have that extra uh, extra push there. I'm wondering about the refs. Like I said, the game one they let the, let them play. Game two they crack down. You know, how does game three go? What does the NHL want them to do? Let them play? Let them not play? Because I think if they're cracking down, that does benefit Washington. Because like I said, the power play with Ovechkin, that's where they're nasty. I also think this. I, I want to know exactly what's wrong with Nicholas Backstrom. You know, I think he's got a broken hand, personally. So, if it's broken, then it's not going to matter how long they play. But the longer the series goes, if it's just barely bruised or sprained, the healthier he should get, which should help. But one thing we haven't talked about at all is, if Jenny Kuznetsov went out, and he, yeah. he went yeah. early against game two and he didn't look good at all. No, this is, this is a disaster. If Kuznetsov's out for
2: like he had an 11 game points recooking, George. Like this is like next door. Like he's the he's the man. Like it looked good. Guy stepped up. Right, you're right. Guy stepped up, but I'm not sure that, that that gives Vegas. I think a huge
3: edge uh, moving on in the series. This guy is vital for Washington. No one's talking about it, but after Ovechkin and Hopi, he's a dark horse for the Conn Smythe Trophy. Uh, he, he's been that good. He'll not He'll never get it because, let's face it, the Capitals win. It probably goes to Holpe, but it could easily go to Ovechkin if he scores a couple of goals. It seems to always go to the name players. We've seen that before with Crosby where other players may have outplayed him. And that's just the way it is really in most sports here. But he is that valuable, and that's why I brought up Backstrom as well because now – does he have to go back to that first line role? And can can he handle that? Can he take face-offs with that hand? Can he win face-offs with that hand? If Kuznetsov is out and Barry Trots won't tell us, and that's we know that's coming, you know, he's not going to give any information. But if he's out for the rest of the series or even a game or two, that could easily swing it back to Vegas. Now there's yeah, there's big, some bad blood brewing between these two teams. Oh, big now. time. You know, with Tom Wilson, of course.
0: Wilson, he loves it dirty. Yeah, he's really <laughs> stirring the pot. And uh, so now with Kuznetsov being out, the uh, Washington Capitals oh. thought the, the hit was a little bit yeah. high. And uh, so uh, responds, because, of course, Marcheseau got tagged. tag. responds, at least he had the puck. <laughs> <laughs> Marcheseau, that's what he said. He goes, uh, I think McNabb made a great hit. I think it's uh, his wrist or something like that happened. They definitely didn't appreciate Kuznetsov getting hit, but at least he had the puck.
3: <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, the hit—I thought it was okay. I think it was a hockey hit. You know, the more one when they broke it down, it was 6.8 seconds. The NHL looks at it as anything uh, 0.68 seconds. So anything, the NHL looks at anything over 0.6 as being illegal. So 0.68, they got a penalty, two minutes. If they would have given him five, I wouldn't wouldn't have bothered me. But it looks like they got it right that he should have been suspended. You know, Ryan Reeves cracked him in the head with a face with a, uh, a cross check last night. Not that I'm crying for Tom Wilson, I'm not. Anything he gets, he very well deserves. But uh, like I said, these these two teams are definitely not liking each other right now. And uh, listen, we love that, right? That makes for a better series. the series. No, series has been awesome. Like like I'm thinking about like.
2: I, I got to believe, George, and Gabe, hockey saving itself. Like, with the success, like Vegas, now that area, everybody else, people are still watching, the game's clean. Then you watch the NBA on a night-to-night basis where these guys were taking games off in the playoffs. The, the product in the hockey playoffs this year, yeah, they get an A.
0: They've done a really good job. I'd like to, you know, I miss the old intensity and the yeah. old brawls and stuff like that. I, but, I wish there
2: was some more of that. But
0: we saw, you know, it's only two games in. We saw last night the intensity start to go. Vegas yep. were pissed off at the end of the game. And you know, I've been—we were hard on Lars Eller for missing. You know, yeah, he was huge for for that shot in Game One, for the sequence in Game One. But you know, George, he's been really good, man. Lars Eller—he's got six goals in the playoffs, and especially now, if Kuznet's us off, it's even more pressure on Eller right now. It's going to be more playing time for Eller. But Eller stepped up. He's—you know—he's not. He's a role player, and he's, he's, he's on the ice a lot. But you know what, Dave, right you, you
2: know covering Montreal, he has glimpses where he's a very good player. Like, he's a streaky guy, and when he's good, he's damn good. He can take over. He's fundamentally a good hockey player, too.
0: So they trust
3: him on the ice, you know? It's funny with Ella. When they've needed him... When he's had to step up, he's played great. When they haven't, because they've been healthy, he's taken some dumb penalties. It's just like this guy needs to be motivated a little bit. Uh, but I don't really blame if you. If you really watch the play, you can see the slash. I mean, you know, most of us have played hockey. You get slashed, and you know, your timing's thrown off, especially on the ice, and that's why the puck really went through him. It looked like he just missed, you know, 24 square feet of net, and I'm sure that'll haunt him for quite a while, especially if the Capitals end up losing the series. Now that the Caps are so beat
2: down, you want to see – Barry Trotz has to do something. I know, he, like with the juggling of the lines there, George. He'll be the MVP if they can. If Kuznetsov's out, out for the rest of the series, and Backstrom, he's still he's still banged up. in the way they're playing, and they find a way to actually win, probably because of Holpi. But Barry Trotz is going to gonna have to do some special line juggling. We'll see what kind of coach he is because this is big time now. I'm curious to see too, uh, as uh, as well, guys. And you know, we we can't doubt
0: Vegas after everything well, they've done. Re- they're relentless. But, but. You know, they beat the L.A. Kings in California. It's basically three hours away. It's a 30-minute charter jet uh, flight away. Yep. They were in California after San Jose. They were in uh, Winnipeg, which is not far from from Las Vegas as well. It's like a two-hour flight type thing. Extremely close. This is, like, this is real. Like, Vegas are taken out of their bubble right now, the West Coast. They're in Washington, D.C. The pressure's on. It'll be interesting to see how they react. But they've, they've reacted well in these instances, man. They don't lose off a loss. They just they haven't. I think they're 14-2 and two now. Mark andre Fleury off a loss uh, or so on a run right now. They don't lose off a loss. But I, I, we, me and Kevin have been talking about this. His capital team is different than past teams, man. That The, the adversity that they've been through, George, is a different team. I said capitals in six before the series started, and I'm going to stick with it.
3: Yeah, I had captain seven, so I'm sticking with that as well. I think you bring up a good point about the body clocks being thrown off a little bit because of the uh, now they're coming out back out to the east coast here. But those the games are still gonna start at eight o'clock. You know, doing Vegas where they start? 10. So only two hours off. I think uh, both teams will adjust to that just fine. I think Trotz has done a masterful job this postseason. You know, all right, he started Grubauer in net. But he realized it right away, okay, that's not working, and he went to Holpe. Guys, we've seen coaches in all sports who would, you know, because they went with the original guy, they would go down in flames with that guy because they don't want to admit they made a mistake. Trots admitted it, went back to Holpe. They win game six versus Pittsburgh. No Nicholas Backstrom, no Tom Wilson. And listen, Tom Wilson may be a scumbag and we may all hate him, but he's actually a pretty damn good player when he wants to play. <laughs> He is a scumbag. Come on. Yeah, yeah, he's doing yeah. interviews. Oh, no, I thought it was a legal hit. I don't understand why everybody's upset. You're, you're, an, you're an ass. Yeah, I know. He's, he's competitive. That, 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 yeah, he's he, competitive.
6: You know <laughs> what,
2: though? Like, and I love <laughs> ho- hockey fights. And that, that hit was so far from behind, Gabe. He is. He, he's a dirty, dirty scumbag. But a great, great player, though. Want him on our team.
3: Well, that's what everybody wants. He's, right? He's the guy you want to play with but the guy you hate to play exactly. against.
2: You need
0: a guy like that. You, every, definitely, if, if you're going to win a Boston, Marcia. you don't win
3: Stanley Cops being
0: nice. You think Claude yeah. Lemieux is uh, what got all those rings by Ex- being a nice guy? Exactly. You know, you need you need a guy or two on the team. It's the same thing like football, right? That's why you end up with crazy convicts on teams. <laughs> of every every coach, <laughs> every coach will say the same thing. He goes, "Yeah, you need yeah. character," but he goes, "Yeah, you also need a couple of freaks." Yeah, you need a couple of nut jobs that'll scare the other team. You know, it's true. It does. Said, It's true. Like, as a Michigan fan, you know, it's it's upset me. And, you know, Michigan have been down on their luck for a couple of years, baseball, basketball, and football. You know, basketball has been good the last couple of years. But there was a couple of leaner years, and Jalen Rose brought it up. Michigan State are going right into the hood, into Detroit and stuff. Yep. And they're getting these aggressive players. And, yeah, ultimately, they're also having a lot more violations in the end after. Michigan, like the the good kid from Pioneer High School in the suburb and stuff like that, And they got a little suburban. You know, Michigan got a little tougher recently. Now they're back in the final flight. You need, long story short, you need some toughness on your team. Damn right. You're going to need a couple of rough guys that don't
3: play by the rules, essentially. You do, because uh, you said it does scare the – because the other team's is wondering, does this guy even care about winning? Oh, he's just trying to hurt me. <laughs> you know, it, it's true. I mean, we've, most of the play organized sports again. We all have worries about the other team. This other guy is just psychotic. His eyes just aren't there. And oh, I played – say Trayvon lot- Green. Draymond Green, Green with the Warriors. He's that guy for them. If
0: they don't have Dream you know what I mean, they're their finesse team. Draymond's like the only guy with balls on that team.
3: It, it listen, it, it, it does give you an extra uh I guess freedom. It's the reason he plays on the Tom uh, on Tom on the uh and there's a reason Tom Wilson plays with Alexander Ovechkin. Because the other team's worried that Wilson might take their head off, that Ovechkin has more room. And you do worry about that, that, you know, is this guy sane? I played with a guy once in a hockey game. He was my defense partner. The other goalie hit him, he slashed him. He put his, he actually broke his stick over the, other, over the goalie's head. The goalie, was, the goalie was a jerk himself. And started like you know, just shaking. Now, I wasn't going near him. He was my teammate, and I wasn't going near him. Because I didn't know how sane he was. It's so funny, so it's George. So did you get attacked? I, yeah, I couldn't believe George mentioned that. Me and Gabe just
2: talked yesterday when I was playing. I scored a goal on this guy. I didn't, didn't like get too excited, but we knocked him out. We hated this team. Got fist pumping, the guy put a stick like right over, like bam, right over the top of my head when I was celebrating. Got knocked out. Then the goalie came over and finished me off with blockers to my face, like off the ice. Oh so yeah, the jersey was covered in blood. Concussed. Gotta love hockey. Well, we played <laughs> hockey when I was a kid. It was just when the uh, the
0: face masks were made. Uh, oh, yeah. Like when I played, i kind of you know when I played, I actually started out. I had a goalie mask. Yeah, you had a
2: cage. Don't no, no, I had the mask. Oh, no, just the mask. I had a mask. Oh,
0: mask. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I had a mask. So when I was a young kid, we had masks. So I was, I was playing hockey when it was le- the law changed. It basically yeah. said, listen, you can't have kids playing without helmets and masks exactly. like this and stuff. It used to be faceless, right? Just too many kids <laughs> were losing teeth and stuff all the time. So they're like, all right, we're going to go to the mask. And I hate it. I couldn't see it first yeah, through it. And I was like, man, I hate this stupid cage and, and this. But when we were kids, the big thing was people used to grab the cage in the fight. Oh, for sure. <laughs> so you grab the cage and you pull the kid down by the neck, yeah. which is incredibly dangerous, right? Like yeah. you It's like grabbing a football player's face mask. But everyone did it, man. Everyone would just take the gloves off, yeah. grab the cage, and start like whipping the kid around
2: by the neck. <laughs> that was my claim to fame. <laughs> I, I fought. I fought former NHLer Gabe when we were kids. Eric Cairns. He's like six foot nine. He's like seven foot. Nine. That guy beat the shit out of it. Like I, I got got <laughs> out. Really I've never been killed like that before.
3: <laughs> and Cairns applied that trait to the NHL too. Ex Islanders. Uh, I is think. I think he works at the Islanders uh, front office yeah. somewhere. Yeah. He's uh, he's friends with my
2: buddy. I, and he played for the Panthers and Isles. Yes. Yeah, my correct. my
0: cousin played on the same team with Peter O'Rell. Imagine oh, being a 16-year-old oh, kid yeah. and, like, having to worry about Peter Roel being oh, he, on the ice. Be, yeah,
2: you'd, you'd, you'd crap your pants. That like you was said, George,
0: like, guys that scare people, like, in the old days. That's how Gretzky did his thing, right? Like, the Semenko would. It, yeah, it's like, yeah listen, he was protecting slowly. Yeah. yeah, no one's going to bother want, him. If you want to do something, if you want to kill Wayne, fine. But Semenko isn't just going to check you or slash you. He's going to you. knock <laughs> your teeth out, break your nose, and really mess your face up. So think twice about it. Thanks, George. Anytime, guys. Enjoy.
4: I love George. Uh,
0: George the best. Still, that's best line. There. What are they going to do? Throw engine parts? I <laughs> had yeah, the Jets. What did the Jets do? Throw a jet engine? I don't know how the Capitol is going to top those epic intros. They can <laughs> Game time decisions ready and rage.
5: Have you ever wanted to have a fantasy expert in the palm of your hand?
0: Decisions ready Heat, Rage radio fantasy sports radio network. We were pretty guest-stacked on the program today. Paul Bovey, Donnie right side, George Kurtz. Now it's just us. <laughs> All downhill from here.
2: <laughs> you better step it up, Cam. I'm ready to rock, buddy. Got a DFS lineup for you, friend. You better step it up better than that. Okay.
0: <laughs> I've got an NBA DFS lineup oh, and a nice. Major League Baseball uh, DFS lineup that we'll get to at uh, 6 o'clock. Uh, there was some afternoon baseball. Detroit Tigers beat the Angels 6-2 today. Angels uh, Angels last night, frustrating night in baseball betting uh, last night. Uh, so Detroit wins 6-2. Oakland Athletics are up 5 nothing right
2: now on the Tampa Bay Rays in the eighth inning. Oakland's one of those teams, man. Like, you're just, they're they're a team that you can bet on, especially when, when they're playing at home. They're pretty solid. Like, they're just, it's one of those things. They just get it around. They don't get any respect. And if you bet most of their games at the end of the year, Gabe, you'd be up units. And uh,
0: right now, uh, San Jose is on, uh, San Jose is up 3-0 on uh, Bolivar in the Bolivia Bolivia soccer playoffs. You got the over? Nah, we didn't bet this one. Oh, the Iceland Cup's going on right now, too. Really? Yeah. Iceland Cup. Kerry versus Vikinger Reykjavik. Something like that. But uh, World oh, Cup. Oh,
2: yeah, uh, I see it. Yep.
0: Uh, World Cup around the corner. That's for the DJs during the day. You get in trouble betting on that stuff.
2: I love the name Vikinger <laughs> 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 Reykjavik. 4-3.
0: Uh, the, the international teams have the best names. The Filipino Basketball League. Some of these basketball teams, man. They got the And the, the best. The, the, well, yeah. C- yeah.
2: Look at the Paraguay division. Club General Diaz versus 3 de Febreo. Like, it's just like, <laughs> I love it. Club General Diaz. The Hong Kong
0: Soccer League's got great names, too. <laughs> like the, uh, here it is. Like uh, Colombian Dieppe Mercado Bolts. Uh, we got uh, Bangare. Bangare. All right, those are just all company names. Like they're big on the company names out there in Asia with their sponsors. Yeah, that's exactly. We get barraged with commercials. They just uh, skip it. They don't, you know, they don't, they don't do the commercials. They just, they figure, just, you just wear the gear. Well, I just call the team Hitachi. Exactly.
2: <laughs> it's, it's what? Who's playing tonight? Hitachi versus Toshiba. That's what they do in South
0: Korea. It's basically it's Samsung versus Sony. Yeah. And you know, L uh, LG versus yep. you know whoever. Mr. Sparkles,
2: <laughs> Mr. Sparkles, hey, don't fight it, right? If it's a, you know, it's a big sponsorship. Just yeah, I I I got no problem with that. It's kind of fun.
0: All right, so the NBA Finals uh, start the same. We talk about the uh, we talk about the way to approach uh, this from a betting uh, standpoint, and I've been talking about the team totals. You look at the team totals. The Golden State Warriors. Golden State Warriors had problems against the Houston Rockets, but the Rockets are actually a pretty good defensive basketball team. You don't, by reputation, they're not. Uh, but Chris Paul is a very good defender. And let's be real: if Chris Paul doesn't get hurt, the Golden State Warriors aren't uh, playing in the finals uh, right now. This isn't the dominant, dominant Golden State Warriors teams that we've come to know over the past couple of years. But I think they match up uh, well with the Cleveland Cavaliers. A hell of a lot better than they do the um, the Houston Rockets. The Rockets are a tough matchup uh, for teams. They bomb threes. James Harden takes it to the rack repeatedly and gets the foul, uh, gets it to the line all the time. Cleveland just don't have the firepower that the Houston no. Rockets uh, have, and they're not as good defensively, so I really do think this is kind of a mismatch, actually. I'm not really in love with laying the 12 points tonight, but I think that uh, the Golden State Warriors will pull away eventually, and they're going to cover the point spread tonight.
2: Yeah, well, for Cleveland, and LeBron's gonna have to for, for them to even be close. He's gonna be almost perfect, you know, because you can't trust the other guys on the team to deliver. So I'm actually when I look at the totals, though, Marente, you might be on Andre Iguodala not playing tonight, big for defense, and then you look at Cleveland's total, 101. So I think we can get there tonight. I, I'm worried a little bit worried about the the line. that keeps on going up, but it's still reasonable because Golden State could get you buck twenty tonight. That's what I'm saying. Th- you know, Cle- Cleveland. Cleveland getting over over 101 points.
0: The last time they played, it was 118 108. That gets you there. That was in the regular season. 101 118 uh, 108. We go back to last year. Like, look, last year in the finals, they played freaking track meets. All right, there were a lot of high scoring games. I don't think they're gonna. I don't think we're gonna have 137 116s, 129 yeah. 120s uh, like we had, uh, but. The total, I think, has come down to a reasonable, uh, a reasonable number uh, here, but it is—it's creeping up right now. People are starting to pull the trigger. It's up to 216, and the total is sitting at uh, 12 and a half uh, right now.
2: Yeah, well, it was—I remember just when we were doing the show it was two—the uh, total was 214.5, So it's gone up a buck, uh, point and a half. Now there's some interesting
0: props out there that you can bet. Different ways to approach uh, this game and. A prop that I'm going to be playing, a couple of props I'm going to be playing is uh, how many three-point shots are going to be made. How many three-point shots are going to be made by Kevin Durant and Steph Curry? Now, Kevin Durant's prop tonight, how many three-point, successful three-point shots made for Kevin Durant tonight? His prop is um, is three. Now, Kevin Durant has kind of struggled as of late. He's been, yeah. I don't know, man. He he's sort of seemed disinterested, actually. He's not really competing on defense as much as he was. I think he was pissed off he didn't get the ball uh, at the end of the game uh, the other night. Um, But he's a a good three-point shooter generally. He was five for 11 in game seven. So he went off and started shooting a lot. He was five for 11 from three-point land. The game before, he was one for five. The game before that, he was three for six. The game before that, he was one for five. But before that, it was three games in a row. So basically five of the last seven games, Kevin Durant has hit three or more three-point shots. He he struggled in two instances, and he generally takes in between like seven and ten three-point shots a game. Um, It's pretty consistent. You know, 11 in the last game, he struggled in the game before that, one for five, three for six the game before that, one for five, three for eight, three for seven, three for six. So, you know, at minus 138, I think it's worth a look. We're going to go with Kevin Durant uh, over uh, two and a half three-point shots made, and Steph Curry, the prop—they're trying to scare you off of it. It looks a little high. It's four and a half cam, but it's plus one hundred. But the fact of the matter is, Steph Curry has hit more than four and a half um, three-point shots in uh, four of the last five basketball games, and he's starting to heat up right now. There's there's no there's no disputing this. He was seven to fifteen from three-point land behind the arc in Game Seven. He was 5 of 14 um, from behind the arc in game 6. He struggled in game 5, 2 for 8. Um, game 4, he was 6 for 13. So the volume's going to be there, Cam, and a plus 100. I, I think Curry's going to hit. I'll say he hits 5 tonight. He'll he'll get right over the 4.5. You
2: know, once, once he starts hitting them, he, he, he's just going to keep on bombing once he gets that feel in that groove cooking. What about this one Bob, we were talking about for Durant? Total points, rebounds, and assists, it's 42-and-a-half. 42-and-a-half points, rebounds, and assists. I like I, it. I think I'd go over on that one because you, th- you said if you like threes, he's gonna, you know he's going to get uh, tons of baskets. It's over under uh, just scoring total. For points, is 30-and-a-half. So, the, yes, I, I think he can get 12, you know, rebounds, assists on top of that.
0: Kevin Durant, even when he – it, the, that's the thing with the Warriors, Cam. They're so freaking good even when none of them are really playing up to their ability. And they none still of them, hit the numbers. Nobody really has. Kevin Durant Kevin Durant hasn't played well in about two weeks. Yep. It's been like three or four games. He's, sort of, he's been okay, but his okay is still 57 DK points. Oh, I know. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like the other day, people were like, God, ah, Durant wasn't great. He scored 34, 34 points, five rebounds, and five assists with three blocks and a steal. And he looks. Yeah, and it doesn't look good doing it. And he's disinterested. <laughs> Exactly. You know, so, like, even these games, so, like, I like your number there. It's, it's not a bad one because, look, he scored 34 points in the last game. He had five rebounds, five assists, so that's 44. The game before that, 23.7 rebounds. Nah, but only got up to 34. It really depends on his interest level with Kevin Durant. But um, one thing with Durant I would warn about is he is going to be on, um, he is going to have to deal with LeBron James. Yeah. So defensively, it could take a little bit. It could take oh, a, little a little bit, bit away from it offensively because yes. he's going to be extenuating energy trying to deal with LeBron defensively. That's a really good
2: point you bring up. They
0: really don't have a choice, so he's kind of going to have to be on him, right? They're going to match up.
2: I don't know. Some, I'm just looking at Clay Thompson, uh, 19 and a half. Mm, that seems high.
0: Yeah. There's, there's not the props are so sharp. They now. are they're sharp.
2: Really, like the razor. We played sharp. so much basketball that. They have a
0: perfect uh, handle on it. Yeah, like they, they've got the numbers down.
2: Okay, so here here we go for highest point scorer of the night, okay? You got LeBron James minus 190, Kevin Durant plus 250, Curry plus 450, and Klay Thompson plus 15. I got to believe, even when if Cleveland gets blown, LeBron's going to take every single damn shot. Like, it's minus 190. Like, I, I don't think he can be outscored by, even if they get blown out, I think he'll outscore everybody on Golden State. Golden State
0: are diversified, right? So you're going to have the three guys. Like, ideally, Golden State, you know, in their world, Kevin Durant scores 30, Curry scores 28-30, and Clay scores 23. And then that's their recipe for success. LeBron is going to be forced. Yes. One thing, though, with LeBron, it'll be interesting to see how he handles this because LeBron is so good. He, he really could score, like, 60 points a night, right? That's what I'm th- – That's If he went into his sort of running back mode where he just takes the ball and he just takes it to the rack and he goes full speed, you can't stop him. And no one wants to get in the way of him. He's it... six foot nine, two 260 pounds. So, you know what I mean? No
2: one wants to get in front of the so dude. No, Gabe, you think it was bad before? So think about, like, all the guys, like, when he's dishing it off, when they're on the road and they can't hit those shots. He's up against Golden State now. He knows the only way we have a chance in hell – is there for me to have these no, but 48 50, like that's that's going to be his mindset. He's going to try to get other people involved and if it goes sour and shit quick, he's just going to go, "Okay," and then just be a one-man game. Yeah, but the thing with the thing with him is
0: he eases into games. He, he LeBron eases into games. Le, LeBron knows that if he scores it, LeBron scoring 50 points doesn't win them the championship. He needs other people involved. So if he just comes out and starts ball hogging it and taking it to the rack and slamming the ball uh, right away, it doesn't get other people involved. And, you know, it's sort of like, all right, let him him score 50. That's what the Pacers did. The Pacers, like, took And they were a goaltending play, uh, bad call away from knocking them out. The Pacers took everyone else out of it. And basically, like, they didn't, like, the Raptors left Kevin Love open. Yes. You know what I mean? They were like, let's swarm LeBron. And LeBron was like, all right, let me pop it over we're to Kyle Korver, LeBron. and he's wide open.
2: Green went nuts.
0: And Kyle Korver's going to hit a three if he's wide freaking open. Yes, he is. The Indiana Pacers played it differently. They were like, you know what? Let's just go one-on-one with LeBron. It's a great strategy. And if LeBron goes off and scores 58 points, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter. The ball's also always in the- his hand. <laughs> and the other guys and, and everyone Do the math. Yeah. Everyone else scores six points. The math doesn't add up. They're going to get stuck at 80, and they did. Against against the Pacers, LeBron was scoring 38, 44 points a game, yeah. and they, Cleveland were scoring 92 points because he had a ball in his hand all the time he was scoring. LeBron understands this. He knows he needs to share the ball early and try to get some of these other guys involved.
2: Who's going to be the guy? That's the question. Who's going to be uh, second banana tonight to LeBron? Kevin Love. Kevin Love? He hasn't played in forever. Uh, it's. I'm still uh, – th- this game – it's a lot of points, Gabe. I know we're on Golden State. Like, it's just, to me, it's 12 and, a, you, you see 12 and a half, might be 13 by game time. It's it's a it's a hell of a lot of points. Man, that first quarter stuff that Bovey was talking about, it actually makes a lot of sense because you you said it too. Golden State, these guys, they come out of the gate in the third going balls deep and they do all sorts of good stuff. But earlier on in the game, sometimes it's lackadaisical, right? So taking Cleveland with the plus four, Actually, it's something I'm considering. I think I think that four points in the first quarter might be a good bet. You say, hey, it's hard to beat a team by five-plus in the first quarter, don't you think? LeBron, it is. LeBron James, minus 190, highest scorer of the night. That's what I said. It's
0: not, uh, man. I want to take Kevin Durant. Do you? Yeah. I want to take Kevin Durant and Steph Curry. I think I will.
2: Well, yeah. If, well, if you if it's plus two fifty and the, plus four fifty, to, to the math, you if one of them does it, yeah, you're you will Exactly, hundred but gets you two fifty. hundred gets you four fifty. Clay could get hot and hit the no. You of should threes. do do if you really feel that way because LeBron is minus but one. But LeBron,
0: but he is. The math, he is going to probably be the high score. Yes, that's why it's a buck 90. Like, he probably will score, what, 34 points? His total is usually around 33 and a half. He's going to get to 34, 36. The
2: Clay Thompson one is really interesting, though, because you're getting, like, major to one. value. Yeah, and, and some nights it's his night where he just goes off, right? Like, 15 to 1 is a big number. Draymond,
0: there's another uh, player uh, pool. Highest point score of the night between Draymond Green, George Hill, Kyle Korver, and J.R. Smith.
6: Whew. draymond green plus
2: 170 i actually think jr smith could hit a couple
0: of threes tonight plus
2: 300
0: draymond's gonna score 14 points 12 14 points yeah. it's not bad i haven't had good success with these and they always look good before they are yeah they i remember they once i took have Kevin teaser Dur- feel to them yeah they like, do Ooh, i took kevin yeah. durant as a high score of the night at plus 225 in the last series and I was like, man, it's unbelievable. And it was the night Clay Thompson hit a bunch of shots. Kevin Durant had twenty-four points. Yeah. Clay had twenty seven.
2: 27. Yeah. I around. lost the bet. They you know what I mean?
0: Exactly. That's the thing. There's three of them. Like they do spread it around. Most rebounds of the night, Draymond Green, LeBron James. man, you gotta believe that uh Draymond Green has more rebounds than LeBron James.
2: Ooh. Yeah, you would think. Plus 110, LeBron, plus ten plus one seven. LeBron James just oh, he, does it all, though. That's you know? the thing. He gets a lot of boards. He dude. really does. He's just a stat machine. You know what's deceptive? He can't be stopped.
0: Steph Curry. Steph Curry's deceptive as well with his uh, with his rebounds. Yeah. Steph Curry's uh, nine rebounds in the last game, five there were a game before that, seven in the game before that, because there's a lot of head-to-head props even. And I saw Durant versus Curry in a rebound prop, and I thought that Durant
2: would be worth a look, but they both kind of equal the same. I'm going to tell you. So, you think J.R. Smith was going to go off with threes. His over under is over two and a half plus 150. Him or Corver, one of those guys is going to win that prop. You just got to pick the guy. That's that's the way it's going to be. Cause, but Corver's only plus 120 to hit three threes. The over under is two and a half. And J.R. Smith is plus 150. Think what J.R. Smith is. He's on the court all the time. Like, he really plays a lot. 42 minutes,
0: 38 minutes, 26. Great opportunity 26. to hit three threes. He was 3-for-8 in, in Game 7 against Boston. He was 1-for-5. The problem with J.R. Smith is he's really struggling. Yeah, I know. Like, he's on the court a lot, and they like his veteran presence, and the guy's been around, so he, he gets it, but he's a hard guy to trust when you're laying bets. If you look at his shots, man, like, you know, against Boston, 2-for-9, 0-for-7, 3-for-8, 3-for-9, 1-for-6, 2-for-7, 3-for-8. He's struggling out there. But he's shooting. Well, punk rock. DFS coming up next. Best bet as well.